0: world. Welcome to another episode of the Mama Logs podcast. This episode is brought to you by Soul Food Soaps. Check them out at S-O-L-F-O-O-D-S-O-A-P-S dot com. Bar for bar, every bar of soap sold. A bar is donated to children in Kenya. Soul Food Natural Soaps sells seven different natural soap types, as well as nut-free lotion, lip balm, aluminum-free deodorant, body, foot, and hair care. These amazing products are recommended for all skin types, but especially great for dry bumps, eczema, and scaling skin. Healing starts with the skin and moves its way to your soul. That's a quote by the owner, Leely Curry. So check her soaps out and enjoy this episode of the Monologues Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Monologues Podcast. I'm sitting here with Rebecca (laughs) Mercado. Um, and she is a longtime friend. I have been, I've known this woman since uh, we met on the playground. Yes. With our kids um, when they were in preschool. Correct, yep. Um, and you were one of the first women I bonded with on that playground, you know, and I loved our energy during that time. And we we're both raising young boys, mm-hmm. and it was just, uh, I don't know, I just loved our connection. I love that. So I'm sitting here with this beautiful woman who I'm, I love. I'm inspired by her in a lot of ways because I've seen her evolve into her greatest purpose. And um, I remember when she was just really talking about personal training and just really starting. And She'd been dancing and doing all this amazing stuff. Now she's really living her life and I love it. And now our boys are, <laughs> Aiden's on his way to college soon and Victor is a year behind. Mm-hmm. But still, they're all grown up. So here we are again. We haven't really talked in a long time, but this is great to connect here. So welcome to the Monologue Podcast. Thank you so much, Ida. Um, So I will jump right in um, as this show is really focused on being a mom, not being a mom, Mm -hmm. about the woman behind the mom because we focus so much on being a mom. So Mm -hmm. now we're asking questions to get to know Rebecca and who she really is. But we're going to start with, of course, you being a mom.
1: Uh, so tell us about your son Aiden. <laughs> so, my son Aiden, um, I have a nickname for him and it's Messiah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's my politically um, inappropriate, funny, not funny. Uh-huh. Um, so, Aiden um, is an amazing young man and I believe he has gifts. You know, as he might say, um, I've encouraged narcissism because I do, you know, praise him so highly. Um, but he was born with gifts. You know, and I had him when I was pregnant. Uh, I was in a religion that did not encourage premarital sex like most don't, but this religion actually kicked me out because I had a child out of wedlock. And so that led me into a sort of silent retreat because people I'd known my whole life weren't allowed to speak to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, what that did is help me get more in touch with what I believe God, the universe, mm-hmm. and spirituality is. And through Aiden, um, I was reawakened. Because becoming a mother is the most, to me, miraculous gift. Mm. And to be shunned from a religion and then be open to what love is through being a mother is why I jokingly call him Messiah, because his birth changed my life and changed my family's life. And um, I'm so grateful I was able to really just be a vessel to allow someone to come to the earth and follow his own path.
0: That's really powerful. That's beautiful. What is... um, One of your
1: favorite things about Aiden? Aiden, from a young age, (laughs) has always questioned, Mm -hmm. questioned, so I think he was probably like maybe six when he wrote a contract for me, like saying, like, okay, if this is going to happen, here's the contract and you have to follow through. He's incredibly um, accountable, he's incredibly fair, Mm -hmm. and he speaks his mind. More intelligent than I can, he has knows bigger words than me. So, (laughs) but he's also able to articulate that. But not even from his point of view, he can actually look at every perspective and come with like an overall view, and um, you know, kind of put things in place, so to speak. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and I, I think I've experience those conversations with your yourself uh-huh. yeah. or again, <laughs> um, and what have you learned about yourself through him? And I think you touched on mm-hmm. a little bit in the beginning, but what do you think? You, what's your biggest lesson that you've learned about yourself through
1: being his mom? Through being his mom, I think people mirror. We, everyone in our life mirrors us in some way, mm-hmm. and it can be a reflection, maybe with sunlight or. Um, without sunlight or a a distorted perception. Mm -hmm. And so everyone who's in our life is mirroring back to us. And, you know, he often mirrors back things in me that he doesn't even know are from me, Mm -hmm. either from, oh my God, that's how I acted when I was, you know, the female version of him as a teenager or as a young child, Um, but a different variation of it. Mm -hmm. And so I, I have learned that when I am not on point and I'm sharing space and DNA with someone, it affects them powerfully. And so even if I think I can hide it, I cannot. And so children, people close to us, will pick up on that vibration. Mm-hmm. And so if you're doing something negative, if you're thinking something negative, mm-hmm. if you're even down on yourself, if you're struggling with an addiction or a darkness, mm-hmm. they will feel it. So you better have take so care that. of it if you are a parent, I believe you have the responsibility to get yourself on point, because even if you think they don't,
0: they will feel it. Mm, it's so real. It's <laughs> so real. Speaking so much truth. Um, why do you think he chose
1: you to come through? I believe, and actually I read a little story about why he chose me, and I can mm. tell you when I was pregnant, he most definitely chose me because you know I had dreams that were like ridiculous. Mm. I believe that I felt his soul speaking to me and choosing me when I was pregnant. Mm. Um, I think he chose me, well, because partially, and in in a healthy way, I think our children are our teachers. And I think I needed him, as I mentioned, because of the religion, Mm -hmm. um, to just shake me and send me on the right path. But for him, he chose me because I'm not conventional, Um, I was very immature and very naive, and and through with that immature and naivety, I mm-hmm. believed anything was possible. Mm-hmm. I, I thought outside the box, I lived in fantasy land. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what that might have done for him is made him really grounded and maybe like a little, Organized because I wasn't. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, what it did is open unlimited opportunities for him because I'm not the kind of parent that's like, you can't do this, you can't do that, or no, we're not going to spend all our money on a guitar this week mm-hmm. and worry, not worry about groceries or a vacation. Um, and so that living in the moment um, with a little responsibility, I think is what he needed for his soul because he has so many different aspects of himself. Mm-hmm. He uses both sides of his brain. He's creative as well as um, mathematically smart and scientific, Mm -hmm. and he's logical as well as incredibly emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for some whatever reason, he needed um, one parent to be the primary for him Mm -hmm. Um, that would just be like, no, I'm not going to spank. You know, and even though he might say that's an okay thing to do, you know, I just believe that my way of being, uh, of believing and seeing me progress from being in college, making $9 an hour to having my own business and making more, and he was with me on that whole journey, um, has allowed him to be incredibly sensitive to varying people of every socioeconomical background, Mm -hmm. uh, of patience, of understanding, um, because he saw me go through it. And it was okay, but also through that, he was able to explore the arts, explore education, explore the different tools, and also have that support system from you and from our community that we had at that grammar school Mm -hmm. um of what strength is and what joy
0: is pure joy yeah Mm -hmm. real joy all right so besides being a mom who else is rebecca
1: um i am an auntie (laughs) i am a writer i am a dancer Mm -hmm. um i am you know an an artist in many ways Mm i am um some people might say a healer in the sense of um, that I do have, you know, a gift of helping people feel better um, in my profession of stretching and aligning and meditation. I am um, a visionary, you know. I see the I see the outcome before the in betweens, mm-hmm. and so I can, you know, be in a situation and I just be like, oh, that's the outcome, and then you know, some people might not think so, and I have to backtrack and and, and kind of go back. Um, I am an introverted extrovert, you know. <laughs> You know, I might be happy staying home and watching telenovelas and making up my own stories in my head, or I might be happy going out dancing all night. I love to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, I love to just explore. I'm an explorer, yeah. um, and I enjoy solitude a lot. You know, I yeah. enjoy that quiet space. Because
0: well, you grew up in a big household. Yes, too, so absolutely. That might feed yeah, you a little bit maybe, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You have.
1: How many? Uh, so I'm one of six. Yeah, I'm one yeah, of six.
0: You, yeah. fall, you fall somewhere in the middle. I'm the second no, you're oldest. The second oldest, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you did need yourself. Yeah, solitation. I need that. Yeah, that's something I can escape. <laughs> Absolutely. How do you think your mom would answer that same question about you? Um, who else besides a mom is Rebecca?
1: Rebecca is her own person, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't tell her what to do. <laughs> and, you know, just let her be. She's her own person. If she doesn't want to use a fork, she's not going to use a fork. You know, she'll (laughs) clean her house when she feels like it. She's going to wear what she wants. She's going to say what she wants. Um, You know, and she, you know, throws tantrums. She's emotional. Mm. Um, She's also loving. True.
0: All true. How do you think she'd answer that same question about herself?
1: You know, I think she'd have a harder time, you know. I think she'd have a harder time answering that. I think uh, my mom, being a mom of six, is her, who she is. But she's also, um, I think if she was forced to like sit and really answer she okay. um she's a musician mm-hmm. she is an artist as well she knits and she creates And her home is her sanctuary she's a designer she's very much about making her home beautiful mm-hmm. um and there's a part of her while she's doing dishes that's dancing okay. you know mm-hmm. so there are parts in her mm-hmm. um that are artists and are creator um mm-hmm. and that may be curious to explore yeah. um but has not. And so she, you know, at this point in her life enjoys hearing our stories and our explorations and living through Yeah,
0: you. sure. Um, what do you, when do you think was the first time you saw her as a woman?
1: Hmm. That's a great
0: question. The first time I saw my mother, well,
1: you know, honestly, I would say at a young age, uh, because my father was always bringing her love. Oh, he would leave love letters on the oh, um, refrigerator. That's so <laughs> like <sweet>. magnet. <laughs> like he would like make magnets with love poems. So Aww. from like a very young age, um, I saw that she was, um, you know, this beyond. Yeah, oh, yeah, beyond that, she was, you know, my father's woman. Wow. Yeah, um, in a romantic, very romantic way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do they still have that a little? You
1: know, yeah, I mean, yeah. so, she, you know, she might be, you know, doing dishes, and he might come up behind her and hug yeah. her, and she can giggle, they hold hands, you know. Wow. Um, yeah, from a young age, I saw that womanly romantic mm-hmm. um, mama bear. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's in
0: her authentic state being a mom, and a lot She of is, her, yeah.
1: I would say that's her archetype. I think mm-hmm. that she was meant to be a mother (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know like mother mother like absolutely and you know I think from a young age I also saw that and didn't see her being outside of that even though Mm -hmm. she would play piano and knit and do other things and Mm -hmm. go for walks and bike ride and um I thought geez this is really hard work (laughs) she doesn't have get to do things for herself Mm -hmm. like you know you know, and I would actually tell her like, "I'm never having six kids." Why did you have another baby? You know, I would like, you know, you just say, yeah, right. I, I, you know, I was in some ways like, a, you know, mother to my siblings, yeah. And so I'd be like, another one. You know, I, I mean, I was just mm-hmm. a horrible teenager. Horrible, bless you. <laughs> bless you so my mother. Good kid. I did. I <laughs> <in> must have some, <laughs> some past life thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I took care of my was That was my blessing. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're,
0: you're a great woman. You're a great woman. You oh lived my through god! It, yeah, and your mom lived through it.
1: I think my mom would like sometimes just like. Quietly laughed
0: to herself, like, Oh, you're gonna get it. Right? <laughs> you're gonna get it,
1: though. But you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it, but yeah. But it showed up in other
0: ways. It probably got you in other ways. In other ways. Yeah. You know, in other
1: ways, like, you know, I didn't have a partner as she had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think my stubbornness for I can do everything myself, I don't need a man, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, I don't want what my mom has, like, I, I would say probably recently, I was like, Gosh. You know, I don't know if I can swear. Yeah. It's oh. <laughs> like, okay. whatever you want. I was like, probably through my stubbornness, mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe like five years ago, I was like, oh, fuck. My parents were right, man. <laughs> you know, two are better than one. You're not, you know, it's not, it's not better to not have a partner. Right. Um, and I think I just rebelled against that mm-hmm. so much because I was so stubborn and I could do everything myself that not till I was much older did I, did I like really see the beauty of what my parents mm-hmm. had. Um, maybe because I was a spoiled brat. <laughs> and
0: like they, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know, and
1: then I'm like, Oh wow. Or it might be something nice about the house in the suburbs with a couple of kids running around and people making That's dinner. Strange. Um, but I was just such a rebellious yeah. brat that I just didn't see that, beauty, um, beauty The beauty in the beauty it. It's yeah. it yeah. the beauty in it. Mm-hmm. And, um, then I started to like. Of course, being a mother, I respected my mother even more so. Mm-hmm. But I never really respected the marriage union, even though I saw great parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. But then maturity, perhaps, I was like, "Oh, this is a nice thing for people to
0: have. It's okay. They should. This yeah, isn't an oppressive situation, right? <laughs> it's not. It's and that a, was. And the yes. funny thing is, that's not yeah. what was modeled for you either. No, you, mm-hmm. you have this really. Um, strong relationship that you've that's been modeled for you yeah. for your life yes. and she your mom wasn't oppressed no um, right. by any means right. but you but for you maybe the mothering part of it you know right. she had all these kids right and that there's no way in hell that's gonna happen
1: well and then i wanted a career right you know i wanted um a career and she didn't have that yeah um but I see now that she had so many talents without a career, quote unquote, that she mm-hmm. was an interior designer, awesome. that she was like a chef. She was a planner. She was an accountant. She was like all of these amazing things that people who run companies can't do. Yeah. Um, and it just through, you know, maybe not doing those things myself mm-hmm. that I didn't appreciate that.
0: That she was actually was <laughs> yes. running the Marcano brand. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, quietly mm-hmm. and
1: um, humility. She yeah. has such humility, whereas I would have probably been like, you know, I'm so great. Look at what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, Instagram post. like mm-hmm. I just cleaned the house and
0: rearranged it, you
1: know. So, boom. <laughs> right. <Mind laughs> drop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> whereas my mom is just more humble and quiet.
0: Yeah. What do you think is the piece that shows up uh, about her throughout all of you? Like what's that one aligning yeah. thing that you're like, wow, okay, this is mom.
1: Love. Pure love, mm-hmm. unconditional love. I mean, I could have like a hair and a needle hanging out of my arm uh-huh. and be like, I just robbed a bank. <laughs> and she'd be like, Where are you?
0: Where? What? What? What?
1: <laughs> do you need some like antiseptic for the needle?
0: Like, was it clean? <laughs> <laughs> Were you nice to the people yeah, that? <laughs> yeah, totally. Did you do you yeah? She at least make them cookies. Yeah, right. Them totally. <laughs> yeah, like, she is just
1: she is unconditional love. Yeah. Absolutely unconditional love. Yeah, yep. a yeah. woman. That's
0: awesome. Um, so then, about you, where do you think you show up most authentically in your life? Um, most authentically.
1: When I am in a group teaching and I put myself aside um, and I focus on the group energy, mm-hmm. that, that is when I believe my most authentic self comes through.
0: What is that about? What's that?
1: Um, I think it's about seeing a collectiveness of people mm-hmm. um, and that we can't exist without the other. Mm-hmm. And when we're in an environment where we're sharing space, that, you know, I go back to that mirroring each other, but Mm -hmm. also the collective energy where we need each other, like, we're breathing the same air, we're exchanging oxygen, you know, we're making the world go round, and there's something about being in that kind of group energy where, like, the ego might quiet a little bit, and then there's this underlying truth where we are all connected that comes through, yeah.
0: Um, how, okay, so let's flash back to when you were 20-something. Yes. What... During that time, what do you think you would like to bring back that doesn't exist in your life Mm. anymore? Um,
1: A little more quiet time, like a little less working. I think you know, um, taking a day off. You know, I used to take a day off, like Wednesday, to like just clean the house Mm -hmm. and play music and just not do anything. Uh, Less doing, more being.
0: And what do you think from your 20s that you'd like to be like, you know what? Oh, no, what has carried over?
1: Um, what has carried over from my 20s? Mm-hmm. Believing. Believing that um, opportunity. Believing in opportunity, believing in change, believing in progression, mm-hmm. um, not being stagnated, and um, in, in seeing other visions, and working towards them, and being okay with change.
0: That's, yeah, okay. I, I, I see that you. I, I see that in you. <laughs> so
1: uh who do you admire i know your mom is one person yes, yeah but you know is there someone else or do you is it your mom or um a or, real person or um a, any ever whomever yeah. like. whomever i like let's mm-hmm. see who i you know there's a mom in my life that i work with now and she has her own company and she has two kids and and i see um what she has to do mm-hmm. um you know she has like 10 employees, maybe, and, Mm -hmm. you know, she has, she's 44, and she has a couple kids under age five, and I see her, um, with her balancing act, but I also see, like, this hunger Mm -hmm. inside of her, um, and, you know, I think there's something I, I, I admire about having a dream and going for it, Mm -hmm. but then also having the place and time for family, Mm -hmm. um, and so this is, uh, one person that just came to my mind.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, what about that person? Do you see? Do you see as yourself? Like, what's that connection? Because it's when you admire somebody, yeah. there's still a little bit of a mirror that's happening, so right? What you see, yeah. What you see when you when um, she reflects back to you, dreaming,
1: hmm. yeah, dreaming.
0: I love it, dreaming and vision because vision, have you, yeah. done it. Yes, you, you're, you just described yourself. Really, you know, you don't have two kids under five. Right, right. But you still were working your butt off to make things happen. Right. And no, you don't have a bunch of employees under No, feet, I don't. But still, she reflects <laughs> yes. something. Yes. I wonder if that's a little mix of you and your mom. hmm. Ooh. You know? Yeah. So it's just like, well, yeah. she's running all this stuff. Right. there's people that are under her. You know? Yes. And this is what this oh, looks for like. sure. And so maybe it's a little reflection Very back to nice. Mom. I yeah. just, wanted to, just wanted to bring that right yeah. back around. Um, okay so in light of uh, our political yes uh, <laughs> situation um, situation that we're in right now it, it's, it's I, November <laughs> breathe who <laughs> said um, you know I've had lots of conversations with mm-hmm. different types of people and you know we've all been in our own spaces of how we feel right. and I think, especially being people of color yeah. around the world, um, lots of people have lots of different opinions mm-hmm. and fears and yeah. energy around that. Uh, and I know maybe what I did or what conversation I had mm-hmm. day after, or during, whatever that looks like. Um, and I think the challenge as a mom um, was com- what that conversation needed to be with my child right. moving forward. So, is that something you? What was the conversation you had with
1: your son? Well, again, I think, as I mentioned, my son's smarter than I am. (laughs) (laughs) So it was more so him briefing me on the situation. (laughs) Um, You know, which is what it is. I mean, my perspective, too, is like I work with veterans, Mm -hmm. uh, U.S. veterans, that um, see another perspective that I don't see. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, taking all of that in. Um, and so, like, the night of the election, um, he went to bed because he was, you know, just upset about it. And I went to bed, and I'd had some dreams, and I, you know, I dreamt that Trump had won. And then um, he was actually, they recounted he hadn't won. And and, mm-hmm. then I, and then it felt like I was dreaming, and I woke up, and I'm like, oh, my God, was it? A, oh, and then it wasn't. And then I, you know, checked my phone, and he had won. And so, um, you know, I think I... I tried it with humor, Mm -hmm. so I texted my my son, because I left before he woke up, and I had a client that texted me to cancel. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, I said, oh, you're canceling because you're up online because of the election. Mm-hmm. And he said, yes, because my wife screamed and then kept me up till 4 a.m. <laughs> and so I tried to diffuse the situation with humor. Mm-hmm. And I texted Aiden that screenshot, like, LOL, so-and-so canceled because da-da-da-da. You know? right. um, and, and then with that, and I don't know if he heard this or not, but you know, the speech I was giving myself and other people were that the world's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. We have been privileged to have I have not experienced war to the point that it's affected me personally mm-hmm. um I have not experienced loss I have not experienced trauma mm-hmm. um and Throughout history, people have. We have had slavery. Mm-hmm. We have had genocide, mm-hmm. and we are having it right now mm-hmm. in Chicago. There are sex slaves. You know, we have a drug, a war. A, you know, drug war, and around the world, there's bad shit happening. Yeah. You know, and um, with my work, I sit in on clinical meetings and hear about what people go through when they go to war and come back. And the explosions and the different things they've experienced. And they come back and they have PTSD and, you know, I teach them yoga. And so what I've learned and that I hope to pass on is that bad stuff happens. We can only control our corner of the world Mm -hmm. in the moment and make it the best place that we can. And so I can worry all day about war and what's happening Mm -hmm. or I can do my best job with what my gifts are. And if I focus on the bigger picture and it makes me sick, Mm -hmm. I can't do my job. And so I can only be in the moment. That's all we have. And if if there were some explosion to happen and we all die right now, Mm -hmm. I'm going to die happy with love, you know, and and know that I said, you know, good night, honey, I love you. Good morning, I love you. Like worrying the anticipation of fear is so much worse than the actuality of it. And even when people come back from this extreme trauma, I work with people who've been raped. um, They have military sex trauma. They have traumatic brain injury from explosions. They've experienced suicide from friends. If we replay those images or we worry about the future, we become sick. And so I'm just really encouraging um, those who I work with and, and my family to be in the present moment, 100%.
0: And what does being in the present look like if you could put it into um, a routine? Because you yeah. you know, you almost, yes. you. this is what you do. Yeah. So you almost might right. take it for granted. For sense, sure. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's a lot of people out there who are so out of touch with themselves. Right. And they've lived out in the world, and that's right. how they stay, that's how they function. So they don't know how to maybe go within, or right. what to do. What, yes. does, what does that look like? So oh. if you've got, because it's the conversations, as a mom, right. you're, you're trying to be present, as present as you can. And yes, you've, you've been blessed with an amazing son, um, who knows how to be present with himself. But of course, he gets that, he's that's passed on from you. Right. You know, you had a lot to do with that. Um, so what does that look like, being present Um, in this present moment. Yeah, in
1: the present moment um, is just noticing how you're sitting. Mm -hmm. Noticing maybe sounds in the room. Mm -hmm. Oh, a plane just went by. You know, noticing any colors drawing your attention. Mm -hmm. Um, Noticing what your feet might feel like against the floor. Mm -hmm. And just taking a moment to, you know, maybe even go through your whole body from head to toe. What what am I feeling like if I wiggle my hands? And then Mm -hmm. when we're eating, we're eating. We're tasting the food. We're not texting and watching TV or, you know, talking to other people. You know, outside of who we're in front of, you know, um, finding and and there's going to be times where it happens where the mind's going to wander when we're doing other things. But when we're doing a task, we're just doing that task. And if that means, you know, verbally, you know, we all have different senses, whether it's sight, sound, taste, smell, maybe focusing in on that. You know, some people call that like getting in the zone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's listening to a song. To reset you. Maybe it's like, okay, for two minutes every day, I'm just gonna listen to this classical music or, or this rap empowering rap or you know, whatever it is, and just doing that. Okay. And it might start with two minutes.
0: And that's where we begin. Yeah. That's two minutes in. Um, what do you think? Um, I know now a lot of people speak of or enraged, everybody's mm-hmm. upset, yada yada. Now what's the do? Let's do something. Yeah. What do you feel the do is?
1: I think the do is to actually do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Talk less, do more. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever it is your belief is, like my belief is um, education and community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, worrying about, I mean, we could worry about welfare and the budget and like what's going on, mm-hmm. but if you're, whatever your belief is, go do that. So like go volunteer at a school, mm-hmm. you know, read, read to kids who are struggling with literacy or who are not having the advantages of um, having education in books. Mm-hmm. And so go do something whatever your belief is, you know, my belief um, at this moment is education and literacy and empowering the next generation. And so that's what my focus is going to be. I
0: love it. Okay, then we have, um, I'm getting down to a few more questions. Um, Is there any advice you'd like to give to moms out there and just how to just be or just what any advice, any advice you've You've done a yeah. lot on your own as a mom, right. you know, and I don't want to focus on the yeah. single parenting sure. Factor, but that's a lot of work, you yes. know, and, yeah. um, but you successfully navigated this terrain yeah. and I know there's yeah. been, you know, right. bumps in the road and what have you and challenges, but how, what advice do you give to not just the single mom, but yeah. the mom out there, yeah. just how do you navigate through life and yeah. not lose sight of who you are?
1: Right. Well, I think we have a choice Mm -hmm. to consider something a grievance or a miracle, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's, that's from Deepak Chopra, not from me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's, you know, those are some of the books I read while I was a mom, as well as, as well as like, I remember I was reading this book on um, how to raise boys and Aiden was six when he picked it up and it was like, is this what you're reading on how to raise me? (laughs) Like, yes, I am. Please put it down. Don't call me on stuff. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm reading a book on how to raise boys. Um, (laughs) But, in a, it, and I um, mean this not in a judgmental way, mm-hmm. but also maybe even towards myself when I've caught myself. One thing that I decided at a young age is I didn't like yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I don't like parents who like hit and yell at their kids. Like, you stupid idiot. Why did you drop that? Mm-hmm. Like, that just makes my skin just like, e mm-hmm. Like, how could you call your kid an idiot? How could mm-hmm. you like hit your kid because they dropped their spoon? Like, and mm-hmm. I see it outside. I see it on the bus. I see it walking down and I see it. You know, through all you know, how could you get it, how could you get a B? You know, I, I, I see this and that's something that grates at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, I feel like don't you have the choice to consider life a grievance or a miracle, even when bad stuff happens? So, you know, when the kid is crying, are you going to be like, "Oh my God, my life sucks. Why is my kid crying?" Mm-hmm. Or are you going to look them in the eye and say, "You know, honey, what's wrong? Uh, what are you feeling?" Um, you know, there were times where like we didn't have a car and we would know, have to take the bus and it was cold and couldn't find the gloves and so we make a game out of it. You know, it's like okay, these are sock puppets now. We're putting socks on your hands because we can't find the gloves and let's make up a song about being cold, like. Outside Chicago's cold, we used to sing Puerto Rico's hot and we'd like make up a hand clap song. So you can choose, like you can choose. I believe we can choose our happiness. Some of us have higher set points. Yeah. Um, but it's such a gift to be a parent and you are one, and whether you know, most of us chose that. You know, you could say you didn't, but you did, unless, mm-hmm. you know, God forbid something happened terrible. Mm-hmm. But you chose to be a parent. And so make the choice to be happy make the choice to accept the miracle and the gift you've been given in each moment yes
0: i love it i love it i love it that's beautiful um so i love you i love, more you love you too um and um I know more people would want more time with you. I would think. Um, so, where can people find you?
1: Um, so, I actually just wrote a book. Yes, uh, yes I, tell us more I about did. That. I wrote a book. It's
0: called "Memoirs
1: of a Muñeca Loca. Uh-huh. Um
0: For, uh, for... Us folks who don't speak <laughs> <make it> Spanish <laughs> too much, what does that uh, mean? Muñeca Loca
1: is crazy doll. <laughs> so, it's memoirs of a crazy doll, and so mm-hmm. it's a, a book of short stories uh, from childhood to young adulthood. Wow. Uh, and I wrote in different perspectives. So I wrote in my younger self. Um, I have one story in Aiden's voice. Uh, uh, my A couple ex-boyfriends' voices. My grandmother's voice. Um, and it's a little bit about culture. My father's from Puerto Rico. My mom's from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit about religion and exploration. Um, and my hope is that um, people may read that and think of their own stories. Um, so that's available on Amazon. Uh, and um, also uh, Workouts by Rebecca on facebook or instagram and so i post little workout videos and um my what i'll be focusing on next year as i mentioned i'm working with veterans and uh, ptsd so i'll be doing a lot of yoga mindfulness mindful yoga mindful meditations um and you know that's what i'm going to be focusing on for the next year yeah and then even like a little yoga writing dance you know my method in writing would be to meditate for a little bit do a little bit of dancing and then Pick a favorite song and just sit at the computer and write. And so I'd love to, mm-hmm. you know, over the next year, maybe even do workshops that explore the combination of dancing and writing. So
0: yeah. Do you have a website too?
1: I do. So um, Mindful Creativo is my creative website. And so that's mindful, uh, C-R-E-A-T-I-V-O, mindfulcreativo.com. Um, and then com is my fitness. Um, and that's Rebecca with a K. <laughs> R-E-B-E-K-A-H-M-A-R-C-A-N-O dot com.
0: Yeah. So, yay. We've successfully had another episode of the Monologues Podcast. Thank you so much for sitting with me through this and sharing and being Thank open you. and vulnerable. Um, and uh, I hope you all enjoy it. Peace out. <laughs> Thank you, Ida. There you go. Please check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and the MothersMilkWorld.com website. Please subscribe, leave a comment, give me lots of stars so we can just keep on moving up in the ranks and more people get to indulge and enjoy these episodes of moms showing their greatness. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks.